Welcome everyone, Darren Saul here, your host of Saul Searching, the Saul Recruitment Podcast. Hope everybody's had a fantastic long weekend and we're raring to go. It's episode 31 today and I have a fantastic guest, Rajiv Betse is in the house. How are you, Rajiv? I'm doing very well, Darren. Namaste to you. Ah, namaste. Thanks for joining me. Um, and for everyone out there, the topic of today is why preparation is so critical to your job seeking. And Rajiv knows all about that. He's the CEO of Career Launch Australia, PTYLTD, a results-driven certified mentor and inspirational speaker. Rajiv is based in Melbourne. Career Launch Australia is a professional career mentoring service offering skills migrants from all over the world a chance to secure their perfect Australian job in weeks instead of months and get paid what they deserve, even if they don't have local experience. CLA's Proven Success Blueprint offers immigrant professionals the practical tools and mindset they need to quickly succeed in their new life and career in Australia. Helping people to thrive is Rajiv's passion. Immigrant coaching is much more than just career coaching. It involves understanding the mindset and thought process of individual immigrants at an emotional level, bringing the mindset shift to them, supporting them friend with friendly advice on quickly getting settled in Australia, and finally, professionally helping them with their job search. Rajiv believes that commitment, persistence, and resilience have been the key to his success in Australia. His life sentence has been, I am not judged by the number of times I fail, but the number of times I succeed. And the number of times I succeed is in direct proportion to the number of times I fail and keep on trying in the right direction. So welcome, Rajiv. Thank you so much, Darren. That's a wonderful uh, introduction. Thank you so much. Thank you. And I especially made that a little bit lengthy because there was so much good gold in there. Thank you. We had to share it with everybody. Thank you. Thank um, you. But uh, again, I mean, I've met Rajiv uh, quite some time ago because we did a show together on the Career Launch Australia podcast and we had such a great conversation and uh, I've invited Rajiv back on my podcast because he's a wealth of knowledge and I really think there's so much information for job seekers and anyone to really draw on as well. But before we get into the content, I thought Rajiv, maybe give us a little bit of a background into your story and why you do what you do, why you love what you do, just to give us a little bit of a, a picture. Look, basically, you know, it has been a while. Um, I migrated to Australia in the late 90s with my family. Um, when I came here, I think I was 42, 43 years old. Uh, my children were 13 and 15 years old. Um, they, they both went to convent schools back home in India. They both were doing very well in their studies academically. Uh, I, was, I was properly employed as a civil engineer for about 20 years. My wife was a law officer. So there was no real reason as such for us to migrate to Australia, but I was driven with a purpose. And my purpose was my family, to give the best privileges, to give the best life to my wife and my two children, uh, which I believe they, they deserved. And that's the only reason I took um, that chance uh, or rather the opportunity, I would say, to come down to Australia and migrated here, even when I was in my forties. Wow. When I arrived, I didn't have any job. I had hardly any money. And uh, I distinctly remember I got my first job within a couple of weeks or so. 
it was uh, it was telemarketing job for Optus. Oh wow! You know, making appointments for the Optus guys, yep. Optus business guys who can go go out yep. and sell the Optus products to to the market. Uh, unfortunately, that that job could only last for one and a half week because the, the feedback that I, that I received from my supervisor is she said you don't you don't know what people are talking to you about and people don't understand you at, at all. So my accent was a very strong. Not that it's very smooth even now, but now it's much better. At least people can understand. Yeah. But then it was extremely strong. And as a result of having that strong accent and not being able to understand Australian people's accent, I lost my job in about one and a half week. And wow. after that, I did not have a job for another three and a half months. Wow. Now, I, I'm thinking to myself, I have worked in, in India for, uh, for 20 years as a civil engineer. And when I came here, you know, the Sydney Olympics was just around the corner. Yep. So I thought it would be very easy for me to find a job here as a civil engineer, but that was far from reality because the infrastructure here was already ready. And I struggled and struggled and struggled and couldn't find a job in my field. So finally I decided to take up any job that came my way mm -hmm. because I had a family to survive. And then I started my new career in Australia by knocking on people's doors at the age of 42 something which I would have never done if I was back home in India. Wow. But now it was something necessary that I had to do. And that's how I started my new life in Australia. And then, you know, uh, ultimately I reached my goal wherever I wanted to reach, even if I changed my career altogether. Yeah. So when I was going through that pain, Darren, that's when I realized that there are a lot of people like me who, who probably have to change their career altogether, or if not, they struggle a lot in finding their first job. And I saw that there are many, many professionals, uh, you know, immigrant professionals who have wealth of experience from overseas, but only because they don't have the job search tools and techniques and the strategies, they struggle a lot in this country and many times they shortchange themselves. And that was good enough motivation for me to think about something that I wanted to do in future. At the time, I did not have anything about Career Launch Australia in mind, yeah. but I was just I was just helping people by going out of the way and uh, you know giving them the advice unofficially, which I did for quite a few number of years. And then I started this new company called. Uh, it wasn't a company; it was uh, under my ABN called Solutions for Immigrants. Nice. I ran that for a while, but then people thought that we were offering settlement services, which we clearly were not. And hence the reason we changed the name to Career Launch Australia. And that is how Career Launch Australia was born. So my whole intention and the purpose of forming this business and the company is transforming lives of the new immigrants in, in a new country. And I'm so glad, I'm so happy and so proud to tell you that many of our clients who have got you know a little bit of experience from overseas, maybe five to 10 years of experience, we work with them so much and so aggressively that I would say most of them, around 90 to 95% of our clients get their first jobs worth 100K. Wow. And they buy their first homes within the first couple of years. And that I believe is more than an achievement. It is more the, it's, it's, a, it's the fulfillment that we, that we get out of working in this company. Definitely, definitely. And I, I just, I think the, what you stand for and the message um, and the process behind it is so important and so 
valuable that I think that's why I wanted to do this podcast to really share the psychology and the philosophy and the strategies behind what you do. Because, you know, I, I speak to a lot of people every day that are looking for work. Um, and it's really, a lot of people still don't realize how much preparation and soul searching it takes to make that transition to even if you're not coming from overseas, even if you're here. But, you know, so, uh, uh, looking for work is really a um, dive inward. It's a, it's a, it's a self, it's a journey of the self. Yes. And it's, you know, you really have to dive in and do the work. Um, and I know that that's what Career Launch Australia is all about. Um, so let's chat a bit about um, preparation in just at a, a very overview level. Why is preparation so important um, when you're looking for work? And why do so few people do it well? Look, the simple law of nature is the more you sweat in practice, the less you bleed in the war. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> And most people do not do it, uh, do it because I love, I love the word soul searching, what you said. I call it discovering your higher purpose. At the end of the day, soul searching is discovering your purpose. Many people who migrate to Australia have reasons to migrate, which means they want to earn money, they want to settle here, uh, they want to do something for themselves, mm -hmm. but there are very few people who are actually driven by their higher purpose in life. Now, typically, when I when I talk to uh, talk to immigrants who who have a family, um, you know, the typical answer that I get from people is that I migrated to Australia or I want to migrate to Australia because of the family because I want to give all the privileges to my family. Now, saying it and then you know actually following it, it is they are very two two very different things. Yes. So people say that they have some they have some purpose. But then unless you are emotionally attached to your higher purpose, the magic is not going to happen. Yeah. We all make the decisions, even you must have noticed this, even in the corporate world, most decisions are made at an emotional level than at an intellectual level. 100%. So what you call as soul searching, I call it simply discovering your higher purpose in life. So people, sometimes they have discovered their higher purpose in life, but they have they are not emotionally attached to their higher purpose mm -hmm. what i mean by that emotional attachment is they being driven with that higher purpose something that will not allow them to sleep at night something that will keep them awake the whole night yeah. that strong burning desire to succeed yeah. after they have come to australia Beautiful. and if people lack that then getting the job in australia is simply a nightmare so preparation from that point of view is very, very important. Now, typically, most of our clients who uh, have got the Australian PR visa, they actually prepare extremely well. They find us uh, by going to our website or they, they find us on uh, you know, YouTube. And then they start, then they connect with us. They have the initial consultation with myself and then they enroll in the program and they start preparing three months before they migrate to Australia. Fantastic. Now the people who are already here in Australia, those who are who have been to who have come into Australia, but who are struggling to find a job, I'm talking about the experienced professionals and also the fresh graduates, you know, who have completed their masters or bachelors in Australia and struggling to find a job. Yep. For them, we fast track the program and we 
you know, we uh, prepare their resume, cover letter, LinkedIn profile, and the entire process, we finish it as quickly as we possibly can. But in terms of preparation, people need to understand that unless you have some kind of strategy, things are not going to work for you. That's exactly what happened with me as well. Mm -hmm. I had the experience, I had the skills, but I did not have the tools to apply for a job. It's like you being a mechanical engineer, Darren, and you know something about the car. That is one part of the, uh, of the solution. But at the same time, you cannot drive the car in a Grand Prix and actually win the game. Definitely. Different for skills. that, you require a different set of skills. Yep. It's like me being a plumber. I know exactly how to fix the problem, but I don't have the spanners. I don't have the hammer. I don't have the tools. Exactly. So people have got the key to success, but they don't have, they can't find the lock after they come to Australia. So true. And, and sorry, and I think, ahead. no, no, fantastic. That's so, everything is so on point. So true. And I think that um, a lot of the time people don't realize how much work it actually takes. People don't, they're not, they're not, expectations are not set that they're going to have to do the work. They think it's simple. It's going to be easy. And it's not, you've got to do the work. And preparation wise, I think, you know, most people think when they think of preparation, they are only focused on a couple of things, their resume, cover letter, LinkedIn profile, uh, interview preparation. And that to me is they are the peripherals. 100%. What I believe is it's a software that drives the hardware. Mm-hmm. If the software is corrupt, the hardware will not work. Similarly, if your software is corrupt, your hardware will not work. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> you got to develop the philosophy, the right kind of philosophy that will help you. 100%. And mostly when people come from overseas or even the fresh graduates that we deal with uh, from Australia and New Zealand as well, many of them have got you know the fear, the fear of failure, mm-hmm. the fear of unknown. Yep. The fear of embarrassment, the fear of having, you know, a, a big career gap. Yep. And most of them have the limiting beliefs. And one of the strongest limiting beliefs people have is, I do not have the local experience. That's right. Yep. The fresh graduates have the limiting beliefs that they don't have a PR. Mm-hmm. Now, we have had so many fresh graduates in the past who do not have any local experience and who do not even have a PR, many of them are on a TR or on a bridging A visa and the employers are more than happy to hire them because you believe as much as I do that you add so much value to them like in your in your terms Definitely. that they will not be able to decline your offer. They will not be able to reject you. So most people do not understand that they have to prepare at, at a deeper level, which is the level of their subconscious mind. Yep. Most people are simply focused on their conscious mind, which is only 10%, but subconscious mind, which is 90%, and your limiting beliefs and your fears, they reside at a much deeper level yes. than you would believe. And when you are uh, you know, at conscious level, when you are looking for a job at a conscious level, your willpower will 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 help you, but then the problem is how are you going to tackle these negative emotions which have gone down into a subconscious mind, into which are the limiting beliefs and the fears. Hundred percent. So most people do not know how to deal with that. So that's that's the first. I believe that is the most important preparation people will need because it's like you know creating a rock solid foundation on which you can build a very high superstructure. 
So everything begins with your thought process. Everything begins with your belief system, with your philosophy. Yep. Then the next thing is, you know, your resume, cover letter, LinkedIn profile, how to tap the hidden job market. Many people do not know how to tap the hidden job market. And as you know, there is a lot of hidden job market. You said in your interview that when somebody calls you and tells you their story, then it saves you so much of time to go through that heap of applications. Definitely. And you are more than happy to talk to them and, you know, help them. So the, there are a lot of preparations. I call it a 6P preparation, 6P blueprint, which is your preparation takes place at six different levels, which includes your behavioral style interview. I have seen so many people, so many um, experienced professionals coming to Australia, no idea about the behavioral interview. Yep, very true. And they think that they will get a job based on their technical ability. But guess what? People know that unless they have the technical ability or unless they have that particular educational qualification or experience, they will not get the Australian PR visa or they will not be allowed to work in Australia legally anyway. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So they want to check whether they have those soft skills that they can bring to the table. Awesome. I hope that answers your question. Definitely, 100%. I mean, I 100% agree with you. Everything in life requires mindset. Mindset is 90% is of the battle. And you're going to need that in the process. But I love the way you mentioned that you have a 6P process. So I was wondering if we can go through those 6Ps. So 6P is your inner preparation is, is a P1. Your P2 is your resume, cover letter, LinkedIn profile. Now, many a times, just, I'll just elaborate on the resume, cover letter, LinkedIn profile. And you said in your interview that people, the recruiters, you guys, actually, you leave, you breathe and leave on the LinkedIn because when you can find a person, an appropriate candidate through LinkedIn, it saves you a lot of time and the hassles as well. Definitely. And LinkedIn has become an absolute master, yeah. um, mastermind. It's, a, it's an incredible platform now for anyone in the professional space and even non-professional. And to my utter surprise, Darren, there are quite a few people I have seen that they don't give too much of in importance to, to LinkedIn. I have seen so many professionals, mm. experienced professionals, yep. who are like, well, I don't have a good LinkedIn profile. I actually haven't looked at my LinkedIn profile for the last 10, or 10 years or 15 years. And I just wonder which era these people are living in. Yep, yep. Your, your LinkedIn profile is almost like your own mini website. Yeah. It's and your everybody own Everybody can presence. find out about you. Absolutely. So your resume cover letter, LinkedIn profile. Now with the resume, I have seen that people simply put in the resume whatever they have. With due respect, I call it a supermarket approach. <laughs> I like that. This is my this is my safe way. This is my calls. You come in and pick whatever you want. And that <laughs> never happens because you know, you being a recruiter yourself for the last 20 plus years, that it is not practically possible for you to go through the resumes and pick and choose what you want, 100%. as opposed to that when somebody approaches you and somebody sends you a resume, which will fix the problems of the employers, then you will you will be more keen to look into that resume as opposed to looking at a generic resume, so to say. Definitely. It's like, so me, going, resume, it's like me walking down the supermarket aisle and I've got so many aisles to choose from, exactly. I don't even know where to start. But if exactly. I'm thirsty and I want a cold drink, you've got to point me to the aisle where the fridge is. Exactly. That's exactly right. And that's the point I'm making. So people do not, one of the biggest blunders people make, and I have seen most professionals and, you know, fresh graduates making this blunder as well, 
is simply putting everything that they have in the resume and not understanding what the requirements of the employers are. And I always give my clients this example of my mobile phone. If I want to sell this mobile phone to my 90 year old mother, she's not going to buy this from me. <laughs> she's going to say, why do I need such a mobile phone? And I will, I will say, well, it has got 1 million apps <laughs> and she'll go, what is an app? Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so understanding the requirements of the employers and then giving it to them in your resume requires a lot of time. People simply copy from here and paste it there. That is not your resume. That's right. I mean, I always, we invest. I always say a resume is not an encyclopedia. It's a sales and marketing document. Absolutely. You are promoting yourself in the job market and it has to market you very well. And, and, you know, typically we invest, even with the fresh graduates, we invest 10 to 15 hours in crafting a resume from the oh, ground up. Fantastic. fantastic. My clients, Darren, you'll be surprised to know this. Um, you may not be surprised, but my clients, uh, they invest, one of my clients, Aditya, who I interviewed only a couple of weeks ago, he said in his interview that he has invested 50 hours in understanding the requirements of the, of the employer and then he sent that document to me uh, using which Brilliant. we crafted his resume. So your resume cover letter LinkedIn profile is P2. P3 is discovering how to tap the hidden job market. Most jobs are not uh, advertised. 100%. Agree. And people want to fill in those jobs using their own connection, their own contacts. That's so right. unless you have some kind of strategies, you are not going to be able to get the job that you want. Number four, I believe is very important, which is identifying your professional brand. And I believe unless, you know, and I'm talking typically about the immigrants because with the immigrants, I always feel that their, um, their competition is with local Australians. Mm -hmm. This is not to say that the immigrants do not possess the skills or the experience, but the problem is that they don't know how to stand out of the competition. Agree. And the only way that I believe can happen is when they are able to showcase their professional brand in an interview. Definitely. And if I could just jump in, I think it's such an important point because a lot of people will think, oh, that's my limiting step. I don't have a, re a visa. I don't have the right permit. Uh, you know, I'm not going to, I don't have a chance. But it's not the case. As you mentioned, if a person takes a, a stakeholder of every single thing they have to offer, and try to promote and expand on what they do have rather than what they don't have, you can, you can create a very, very positive and beneficial um, perception of what you have to give to that employer. And that employer might say, okay, you don't have the right visa to work permanently, but maybe we can do something on a contract. Maybe we'll start you off temporary for a little while and, we, and we'll help you down that process to get your visa. So, but if you, if you think in a limited way where you say, okay, I don't have the visa, so then I don't have a chance. You've just cut off all your potential. Absolutely. And I, I cannot agree with that more. The simple reason being when I was selling, the one thing that I understood, the one basic principle of selling is you cannot sell to every person, but you can most definitely identify the need of the person and then offer him a specific solution. Nice. Many people do not understand this. They simply, I have seen many experienced professionals who are simply about selling themselves so much, I call it flogging a product. Yep. And many people believe 
that you know how if you ask uh, you know typically if you ask people as to how do you how do you do uh, well in a job interview you will hear this answer sell yourself yeah that i believe that's where i believe the problem is because what i have understood through my own experience of being in the sales field in australia for a long time is that people want to buy nobody likes to be sold to definitely if you try to flog a product even in the job interview and most experienced professionals make this mistake because they don't know where to stop how much to sell what to sell and so uh, they end up in in selling themselves so much that they drive people away yep they almost sell themselves out of the job exactly yep. absolutely that's a, that's a word yep and and I, and if i can just add they a lot of people tend to do this on the phone as well even before oh, yeah. you get to the interview i think it's so important to keep that in mind when you're even talking to a hiring manager or a recruiter it's not it's not an opportunity for you just to sell yourself to the nth degree and continue just dumping everything you can think of it's about a, a crafted conversation and information gathering process where you can find out what what the, what the recruiter or the hiring manager needs before you start um giving that information so i think it's a really important point even for people on the phone absolutely and that's my next point the next preparation is knowing practical tools for connecting with recruiters and industry professionals when you call somebody you got to understand you got to remember one thing and most people do not rem remember this most people don't even know this that out of the total communication your 55% communication is visual 38% is vocal and only 7% communication is verbal wow when you are talking to somebody over the phone that 55 55% which is the visual part that is already gone definitely you only have 45% remaining now yep out of that 45% 38% is vocal mm -hmm. which is how you say the things exactly and only 7% is verbal which is what you say definitely and as you understand as you know and you have mentioned this earlier as well that when people call you and when they tell you their stories if you are not able to connect their stories with you or if you if they are not able to connect their stories with you then they, you lost interest in them definitely yep and hence the reason they have to tell their story to you in a very impactful way yep and that's why they have to do their research first and their preparation first before they make that phone call absolutely and you said that earlier as well that even before they have made the first application mm -hmm. they must do this research they must start talking to people connecting with people industry professionals is the wealth of uh, you know resource that people have and many people they simply are so laid back and i have seen this with many um, immigrant professionals because it works in their their country that way that you simply apply online and the recruiters chase you up yeah here the recruiters do not chase you up you have to chase up with the recruiters That's you right. have to tell them how you can change the status quo of their employer and that's why uh, even after people come here they simply apply online and hope that the recruiter will call them and then get frustrated because nobody has called them for the for 3 months or 4 months and so on 100% all they've done is made one application and then just left it up to chance absolutely yeah and the last p the p6p out of out of the 6p the preparation number 6 is preparing well for the behavioral style interview 
Very good. There's no point in telling the recruiters or to the employers what they already know or what they already see in the resume. Mm -hmm. Without that, they, you will not be able to, you know, legally uh, work here in Australia anyway. So what the recruiters, and correct me if I'm wrong, what the recruiters or the employers want to see in you is your soft skills more than your hard skills. Definitely. Everybody has got the soft skills. Uh, every, everybody has got the hard skills. And I always believe that your confidence will always supersede your competence. Definitely. Your confidence, your attitude, Absolutely. your charisma, your the way you communicate. And a lot of that comes from preparation, prior preparation. And the passion and the conviction. Yep. And that's what people want to see. People know that you got you got the skills and you got the experience. But you, if you don't have the confidence, if you don't have the passion, because in today's day and age, we got to understand this as well, that we, you know maybe because of the coronavirus situation, now many companies are still, they still are uh, you know letting their staff to work from home. True. If that is the case, they want to make sure that when they hire a new person, that person has to be enough passionate about working. So that way they don't have to supervise that person and they will know that even if the person is working from home, he will figure out his, the, you know, the solutions to the problem that he has by discussing with other people or by himself because he is absolutely passionate about working in his field. Perfect. So these are, according to me, these are the six kind of preparations that everybody will need to make either after coming to Australia or while they are overseas. But without this, Getting a job is simply a nightmare, I believe. Yep, absolutely. I mean, uh, finding work as a full-time job and you have to dedicate a lot of time and energy to really doing the work up front to make finding the job easier on the back end. I, I can't stress that enough. Absolutely. Um, and so with Career, um, Career Launch Australia, tell us a bit more about your general process. How long, I mean, how long is a piece of string? Everybody's opportunity is different, but... How, literally, how long do people start working with you? At what stage do they start working with you when they're in overseas as opposed to where they're here? Maybe just tell us a bit about the process. Sure. So our clients, like I said to you earlier, our clients find us on YouTube or on our website by visiting our website. And then they connect with us. And after the initial consultation, um, you know, they enroll in the program around three months before they migrate to Australia. Uh, some clients have enrolled in the program six months because they wanted to take it easy according to their speed at that pace. Uh, so that is possible. The people who are already here in Australia, we fast track the program for them. So the program is very much, you know, scalable. Um, and then once um, once they enroll in the program, once the uh, you know a part of the program, I mean, it's it's divided into five different parts. And uh, we take care of the client right from their mindset preparation to their to their resume cover letter, uh, LinkedIn profile, to the interview preparation, um, to um, you know, teaching them how to negotiate the salary, uh, interview preparation in terms how in terms of how to connect with the recruiters and the industry professionals. Um, we actually do the mock recruit recruiter or the mock employer right. interview as well with them. Right. The entire program is offered to to our clients over Skype or Zoom video. So even if they are here in Melbourne, they don't have to go anywhere. They don't have to waste any time. We optimize the presence of you know the, the internet and so on. And that is how it works. And once they have gone through the entire program, then we support them 
for, you know, depending on which particular package they have selected between two and six weeks to seven weeks. Um, because up until then they have, they have got all the strategies, they have got all the tools, but when you start, when they start using these tools in practical life, mm -hmm. they might have different challenges. You need your, your own coach with you along the way. Yes. So it's, it's literally like holding our client's finger mm -hmm. and taking a, taking them from where they are to where they want to go in their, with their career. Fantastic. And a lot of, all of this is done, um, either online or in person, but with a real person, not, it's not automated. Oh, never automated. I don't believe in that because right from the first consultation that we have with our clients, it is one-on-one. -on -one. And then all our mentoring program is done one-on-one. -on -one. Uh, it's barring the one particular session, I think, which is the mock recruiter call. We teach them as to how to talk to the recruiter and kind of things. That's, that's probably the only, only session that we have over the phone. But all of the sessions are live. They're customized sessions because we understand that every person's background is different. Every person's personality traits are different. Every person brings value in a different way. Every person's uniqueness is very different. Yep. So we customize the program around each of our clients and then offer them those solutions, uh, the, the, the sessions. Uh, they are all live. Live one on one. It's not like one on many. It's not like a webinar or a workshop. Yep. Um, it's absolutely one on one. It's yes, one on one personal care. And I love when you mentioned that some people might start three months or six months before, and they might be working for another job, but they know they're going to be moving or they know they're going to be, you know, transitioning for whatever reason, and they start dedicating some time during the week to this process and do it slowly. And I think that's a really great way to do it as well if you have the time. Absolutely. Yes. Yeah, so I think it's great. And, and as you mentioned, it's customizable and it just depends on the time frames and the, and the timelines of what people's uh, situation is. You see, it's very important to customize the program, uh, I believe, because, you know, not every person will have exactly the same mindset. Um, they have different belief systems. So one of the challenges that we always have is to uh, you know, shift their mindset, bring their, bring that paradigm shift in their thinking. Mm -hmm. And that's why the name of the program itself is called Ultimate Shift. And uh, uh, by the time we have done, you know, the first maybe four or five sessions, people already start realizing that the shift has been made. And that tremendously helps them in doing better and better as the sessions progress. And that's why typically our clients get the jobs very quickly uh, in I their own it. field, even if they don't have any local experience yep. or even if they don't have any PR. I love it. And I, I would also imagine that when someone is going through this process, at a certain point, they'll turn around and say, wow, this work that I've just done has helped me dramatically in my personal life, as well as my just my job search. So this is really life training as well as just job seeking training. Oh, yeah, that's what we believe in Darren. That's a very good point you're making, actually. So there are two different things. One is called uh, mentoring for development. And the other one is called coaching for performance. Mm -hmm. So, you know, being a cricket lover, if I, if I can give an example of cricket <laughs> for that matter, uh, you know, in cricket, you have a bowling coach or you have a batting coach or you have a fielding coach. So their job is to improve your performance in that specific area. Mm -hmm. Whereas this mentoring that we offer, this is called mentoring for development, which takes into consideration your 360 degree development 
yep. in all areas of your, if your life. And here's the reason we have clients who have given me a feedback that even after 10 years, they are, they are following the specific, uh, you know, the meditation that I, I suggest they do, which has tremendously helped them. And uh, as a result of that, they have bought their first home within just, uh, you know, just one year or two years. In fact, wow. uh, just in, in about a week's time, I'm uh, interviewing somebody uh, who will be talking about his experience of uh, dealing with uh, Career Launch Australia and how quickly he, he bought his first home here in Australia. So it's very fulfilling, Darren. Wow, that's sensational. I love hearing stories like that. And I mean, Rajiv, if you, if you, can, uh, if you can, without mentioning any names, I'd love to hear a little story or a case study of someone that might have come to you and then you, through this process, you've managed to really help them achieve results in a short period of time. Up to you if you want to share one. Look, there are, I mean, that was the difficult, that's a difficult task for me <laughs> because there have been so many clients that we have helped in the past. And right. um, I can give you an example of one of the clients who actually came from India he, um, uh, he, he did not enroll in the program as such. We only had the initial consultation. He comes to Australia, then he struggled here for about five months. Um, and then he connected with me once again, saying that I'm here right now and I'm not finding a job. He had got plenty of experience in his field mm -hmm. and uh, he enrolled in the program. And within two weeks of us uh, you know, creating his brand new resume, he got the job. The same wow. person struggled for a long time. Wow. But the two, two most important cases or the two important um, case studies I would like to discuss with you is, this is going something out of the ordinary because you can always, you know, even if they are immigrants, we have two types of immigrants, those who have, uh, you know, experience from before uh, who are coming to Australia on a PR visa or the fresh graduates, the overseas students who are looking for the jobs. But there were two particular incidences where I have uh, personally mentored these people. Uh, I call them uh, one, is the, one is a schizophrenia warrior and the other one is a leukemia conqueror. Wow. This guy is schizophrenic. And he has been here in Australia for a while, but because he's schizo schizophrenic, his life, um, his life was, he wasn't going through, um, you know, a lot of nice things in his life. Uh, he, his life was all shattered here and there. So I mentored him personally. Um, he had a strong belief. He had showed strong trust in us in Career Launch Australia. I personally mentored him. He still hasn't got a job in his field, but only yesterday he sent me a message saying that now he has secured a job for an organization that is working for the Australian government. And I said to him that, you know, if, if, he, if he wants to move further, we are more than happy to help him as well, um, which means that he can now apply for the government jobs because he's one of those, he's working with one of those agencies that actually work for the government. Gotcha. Yeah. So that I believe is a great accomplishment. The other one is a leukemia conqueror. This guy had blood cancer mm -hmm. since a very long time. And about four years ago, he conquered, he recovered out, out of that. And then, you know, he, he came back to, to Australia once again, started looking for the job, but because of the gap that he had, he worked in the banks earlier, but because of the gap that he had in his career, now the world has moved forward and he, he, he is not really aware of the, uh, of the systems, the computerized systems that mm -hmm. the banks use at the moment. So he was struggling to find a job there. He has got two or three different jobs. So 
the the, the thing is that earlier he wasn't able to find a job now he has found a job in his uh, in his own field yeah. so he has changed two or three jobs and uh, we have tremendously helped him um, all through this journey so typically with such people who are struggling to find a job and you know who have done something out of the ordinary we do not charge them every time darren because i believe that is a blessing that we have that uh, you know we get the opportunity to serve these people to serve these clients and we go that extra mile to help them even if they lose a job we help them with the second job with the third job with the fourth job and i mean doing everything that we possibly can do for them right. including their resume modifications and kind of things so these are the couple of things couple of stories that i'm really proud of that my company has done so far wow well done i love hearing stuff like that and you know such great um feedback and and great stories and of positivity and hope and uh, you know what people can really achieve if they Thank put their you. mind to it so that's sensational well done i've got enormous respect for what you and your team are doing Thank um, you. so rajiv if people want to get in touch with you what's the best way to get in touch with uh, you at career law australia they can contact us uh, well uh, we have uh, we have um, uh, displayed a mobile number there on our website which is plus 61 4091314154 people can reach out to us by calling that number if people are overseas they can send us whatsapp messages and so on or the other way they can reach out to us through email which is heart h e a r t then number 2 and again heart h e a r t at careerlaunch.com.au so it's heart to heart um, at careerlaunch.com.au heart to heart connection or heart to heart communication is the is the strength of my company and you will you will see that in every member or every team of my company um talking about team darren we are a, we are an australian owned company with an acn number but what is so unique about my company is that we are a family owned business nice so my entire family is there in the business wow. uh, my wife who who worked in india as a lawyer Wow. It looks after the law, the uh, finance and account side of it. My son, my son and my daughter, they both studied here in Melbourne in the Melbourne University. They both studied uh, software engineering, and my daughter-in-law is a physiotherapist, and my son-in-law is a mechanical engineer, and he is working here at the moment in Melbourne as wow. a senior project manager. So, between the team, we have what more than hundred years of experience. Incredible, <laughs> and. <laughs> as well it just for everybody out there rajiv has a fantastic show or podcast or video cast that he launches regularly and you can find that on linkedin yes rajiv yes absolutely they can find us on linkedin they can find us on youtube as well yep. we have a youtube channel called career launch australia people can find us on uh, facebook as well okay so there are a lot of ways they can reach out to us most people prefer to reach out to us through whatsapp and calling which i don't mind Great. Um, I love talking to people like you do. <laughs> Absolutely, fantastic. Well, Rajiv, thank you so much for coming on the show. I've really enjoyed our conversation. I've learned a lot, as I always do, and I think we've given the audience a lot of great insight and information that they can take on board in their job seeking process. I think it's so important, and I would urge everybody to check out Career Launch Australia's website and uh, all the other associated links because there's a lot of information and. and gold um that Rajiv has put together for everybody that's really looking seriously looking to uh do the soul searching and do the work up front to make the job 
seeking uh, and the job securing more easy. So Rajiv, thanks again for coming on the show. Is there anything that you want to leave us with before we finish? Well, I want to leave uh, leave uh, the, the the viewers with uh, two or three things. Number one is um, I call it falling the trap of other people's crap. <laughs> do, do not fall in the trap of other people's crap. If you're looking for a job, you are looking for a job. Yep. Believe that you are a problem solver or a solutions creator, which I believe everybody is. Nice. Take responsibility of your own actions and of your own success. And most importantly, be emotionally attached with your higher purpose in life and with the job search. And I can guarantee you, if one Rajiv Birtse can do it, any Tom, Dick and Harry in the world can do it. Wow, I love it. What a, what a what fantastic uh, wisdom there from Rajiv. So uh, again, thank you, Rajiv, for coming on the show. I really enjoyed it. I think we've created incredible content for uh, a lot of people out there that would be uh, only too happy to take on board all this stuff that you have to provide. So everyone out there, I hope you had a great session. I really enjoyed it. Rajiv, thanks again. And uh, we'll see everybody very, very soon for another episode of Soul Searching, the Soul Recruitment Podcast. Bye for now. Thank you, Darren.